Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. So welcome back. Let's take a look at the coaching uh, conversation, the elements of a coaching conversation, because this is going to allow us to be able to spend some time really talking about what they are and how you can use them. So if you look at them here, the elements that we're going to be talking about, first one is curiosity. Then we're going to explain what that is. We're going to look at clarity, focus, safety, empowerment, goal-oriented, and insightful. So let's go back and take a look at those pieces and see how can we apply those in our daily conversations with our colleagues at work to reduce conflict, to reduce upset, and to create more dialogue and positive dialogue and reduce some of those negative interactions. So one of the things you have to remember is that coaching is a dance, right? When I tell people coaching is a dance and they're like, Joyce, what do you mean it's a dance? I said, it's a dance. You do one step, one step, the other person's step, right? Coaching is a dance. And what you learn, what it teaches you to do is to dance with your colleagues at work. When your colleagues take one step, you are going to take the other step because you want to be in tune with them. It teaches you to be more intuitive, to listen deeper, to be more attentive, and to ask those questions, right? It's that give and take, right? Sharing words. Oh, tell me more about that. Oh, that sounds interesting, right? Sharing emotions. We have mirror neurons. So when somebody is angry, work, it's going to, you're going to mirror similar feelings. We have to remember that. And then we have to practice that self-mastery. So we are not going to become angry too. We're going to become curious, right? We're going to say, ah, I wonder what makes this so upsetting for that person and how I can help. That's the piece, right? That's the real key here. So let's go into how we do that, how we make that happen in our work with our colleagues. Curiosity, right? Jane and Harry are working together. They usually have this relationship where they sometimes are real, real buddies. And then sometimes Jane is just can't stand her and they just don't get along. So she was having issues with her. She's Joyce, I'm tired of the ups and downs. And, and I never know, um, you know, when, when he, when, when she's going to be uh, upset. And so Harry was just frustrated. So he said, well, let's move to a place of curiosity. Aren't you curious to know what is happening for Jane? And I said, okay, you know, let's just try that and see what happens. And so what he started doing was when he sees Jane in the morning, he says, good morning, Jane, how are you today? And I'm wondering, is this going to be a good day for us? And how are we going to work today? Is there anything you need of me today to make the job a little bit lighter? The first time he asked her that, he said, she looked at me and she was like, what? It's like, I want to know, how can I make the day easier for you? 
because she had an assumption. She said to him, I thought you were out to get me and you always on my nerves. So little things that he would do would upset her and she wouldn't tell him. So she would spend that time in negative frustration and then she would just shut him out. And then sometimes she would let him in. And, you know, and we all have people in our lives, even in our families and not necessarily at work, who does things like, what is that mood that person is in? What assumptions are they having about your behavior? That is something you need to be curious about. What assumptions are they having about your behavior? Be curious. Ask, is there anything I am doing or not doing that would allow you to feel better about working together with me? That would enhance our working relationship. What can I do to make the day better? Those are things that you need to be curious about with your coworkers, with your boss, with your subordinates, lateral team members. When you have a team member who comes into the team meeting saying, hey folks, what can I do today to make our team, make this project go? What do, you, what, what do the members, what do you need from me as a team member for us to get going? Who doesn't want to work with that person? I want to, right? Even if you're feeling down and you don't have the energy, that person gives you the pep, right? Helps you to start thinking, yeah, I need to. How can I contribute? How can I participate? What do, what do I need from him? So it sets the stage and it sets, it changes the mindset, right? Clarity is another one that's really important. So when we talk about clarity, it's what exactly do we need to do? What? Sometimes people spend so much time in confusion and stress and worry, not knowing what, how, what they need to do. My boss gave me all these things to do and, and now she gave me another thing to do and, and I'm overwhelmed. Well, what if you ask? Can we have a, a conversation about the priorities for today, the priorities for next week, the deadlines that are coming up, and which of these can we shift, extend, or which of these do we need to put on the back burner, and which are the priorities right now? Because we had a couple of priorities, and now we have another one, and time does not allow for all of those to be a priority at this time. Which ones do we have more leeway with? Don't sit there fuming and fretting, expecting your boss to fix things for you. They don't know what you're stressing about. So get clarity. Ask yourself, what am I stressing about? What's top of mind for me? What's keeping me uncomfortable? What's making me uncomfortable? Sometimes we don't have clarity in our own mind about what it is we need. And getting that clarity, what's making me uncomfortable? What's bugging me right now? When you get that clarity, you can say, okay, this is what the concern is. This is what I need to do. Let me get it done. Then focus is another one that's really, really important. Too often, we lack focus. What is your focus? So if you have a goal, you can break your goals down into objectives. And you have a focus for each day, each week, each month. You have a focus. And that focus is I am going to be doing X, Y, Z. When you are focused on it, you can now start to recognize the distractions, the things that are taking away your attention and where you're starting to lose focus. So you can easily come back and say, ah, that's a distraction. How can this allow me to achieve my goal? How can this add 
to the things that I need to focus on or allow me to enhance my focus. If it's not enhancing your focus, then it's probably diminishing your focus and you need to step away from it. So that's another piece to think about when you are doing your work and when you are developing your, your, your plans for either being part of the team, working on the project, or being with your coworkers. How can you create and build what I call that collateral at work, collateral relationships, um, building uh, wealth and social, good, healthy social vibrations to reduce those negativity, safety. Everyone wants to feel safe at work. And sometimes people don't feel safe with us because we lash out in anger, maybe because we gossip and they're a little fearful that we might share information or share things about them that they would rather not. So we can do things that can create a sense of distrust. And we need to be aware of that and ensure that we're not doing anything that would diminish the safety that people feel with us, uh, our sense of welcoming, making people feel at ease, um, approachability, and they ask me questions. Can they talk to me? Do they feel safe with me? Am I judgmental, right? Do I always have the answer and want to fix things? Or am I curious and I let them tell me what's going on and work? Then empowerment, the ability to empower others to to be themselves, to be free, to feel, you know, come back to that safety we talked about, to be free with us, to uh, take action, to do the things that are uh, in the heart. Very, very important that we do that. And then, of course, staying goal-oriented. What is the goal? What is the focus? So once we have a goal, everything in coaching is focused around a goal. So in your own conversations, if you can actually try having uh, a goal for your coaching session, right? Having that goal in your relationship, having that opportunity to uh, share the goal that you, you're working on and being able to articulate that goal, being goal-oriented. This is what we're going to be doing. This is why we're doing it. This is how I'm be it's supporting us. This is what it is about. This is the perfect way for you to lend that goal credibility and action to your coaching sessions and with your colleagues and clients. So that is a big part of the process in terms of being goal-oriented, being able to share your perspective, share your ideas, share your, uh, your, your plans and take action towards your goal. Because when you are all over the place and lack focus, then it doesn't show that you're goal-oriented. So one of the things you can also do is ask your colleagues, am I a goal-oriented person? What would I do that would demonstrate that I'm a goal-oriented person? And then, of course, insightful, being insightful, creating awareness, awareness of yourself. There's a difference between awareness of self and self-awareness and just awareness of what's going on. So self-awareness of yourself is how am I aware of me in this situation, my impact, my energy flow, how am I impacting others? What am I, how, how do others react to me? And then there is awareness of what's going on in the larger environment, being aware of what's going on in the larger environment, not nosy and a busybody, but aware in a good way, aware enough to be supportive, 
not aware in a way you want to be gossipy. So that is something to also think about. So asking those questions, right? Uh, what awareness do I need to have about uh, this project? What awareness do I need to have about myself? Self-awareness is one of the um, least available skill in the workplace. People tend to become almost desensitized to their, their impact on others. And so I've seen people do things and I was like, what do you think would happen when you do that? What do you think others would say about you? What do you think they would feel? What do you think the, the repercussions would be for that? And they cannot articulate what that would be. They, they just lost the ability to be self-aware. That is something that's very important. And one of the things we teach in this program. So again, I want to encourage you to create awareness. That's the other one that's really, really important. Creating awareness for yourself and others. Instead of telling people what to do, you ask them, what do you think might be a good option here? Have you had some time to think about this? Could we spend some time brainstorming this? People like that. So always looking at ways to deflect from the negative, create more positive energy, more positive flow, more positive interaction in your group, in your workplace. And those are some of the skills that we will be working on in the program and giving you um, scenarios and case studies and practice sessions so you can start practicing your coaching skills and increasing the more positive interactions in your workplace. So let's go ahead and um, you will find attached here in the next lesson, our coaching at work, coaching communication at work program that will give you more insight into how you can participate in our courses, our learning. Some of these sessions are live. Some are, uh, for all the sessions, we actually, we do have a live one where you can come in. But a lot of the courses are uh, e-courses that you can take, self-learning like this. And then we have the practice sessions that we come together to learn and practice and share with each other. So thank you for being here. Thank you for taking this mini course and learning about communication at work and how it can help to reduce some of the negative interactions and create more positive dialogue in your organizations and help you to boost your reputation at work as someone that people want to work with, someone that others want. You want to have that person on your team. You want to work with that person. This is a great person to work with. And that's what you want more of. And that's what we'll be teaching you to do. Joyce Adidasen here. Thank you for participating in this course and I'll see you in a next course or when you join the program. Take care and be well. Bye now. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Adidasen, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.